Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning, I'm Michelle Martin, and this is Money and Me, where we look out for great tips on how you can grow your savings, build on your investments, make smart investments, and spot the latest trends out there on the stock market from the best and the brightest in the savings and investing world. Today, I have Lee Meng Cho, Financial Services Director from Gen Group, with me here in the studio, and we are talking about national service insurance. Every male Singaporean may have heard of this, may not have heard of this, depends on what batch you're in. How does national service insurance differ from other personal protection insurance schemes? How can you build on national service insurance? And what do you have to understand about this particular kind of insurance? First up, good morning, Meng Cho. Good morning and thank you for having me on the show. Great to have you here. So we're talking about national service insurance. Can you share with us maybe a couple of experiences of what real NS men, boys at 18, okay, they're men, how exactly they react to this idea of NS insurance when they first meet the idea? Well, I'm going to share two experiences. One is mine, which was like 20 years ago. And then another one, which will be one of my colleagues and associates, which he just had uh, finished his national service a couple of years ago. So how this was first introduced to us was when we undergo our BMT, our basic military training, which essentially is, is the initial training phase where we go enrolled, you know, we, we shave our heads and then we go into everyday drilling, fitness work, running around. And then all of a sudden during the training program, they'll say, oh, there's this particular uh, communication session to you. And what we have instead of going outfield is you go into a nice aircon auditorium room. Wow. You sit down mm. and then they say, we're going to introduce to you insurance. And this is the insurance you can get as part of doing your national service. But what actually happens is that when we sit down, we're not thinking of insurance. Look, we've been out there the whole day. We are tired. Suddenly, we have aircon. We can switch off our mind. And then this was actually the, wonder, the most wonderful period of our time. During the training phase, we'll be like, okay. And the big deal was try not to sleep. Because if you fall asleep, you get caught, you get extra duty. And, oh. and I thought that was my personal experience. Like, we roughly get a sense of what that insurance is all about. But we're really not paying attention. And then when I asked my colleague who just, just finished his army a few years ago, what was your experience? How do you first know about this? Guess what he told me? Yeah. Exactly the same thing. I only remember the aircon. <laughs> I forgot about everything. <laughs> Big lesson in, in life, right? People don't remember what you say, what you do, but they always remember how you make them feel. So I always remember. It felt really good. It felt really, really so good. So good that your brain turned off. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what happened, but Jokes aside, <laughs> when eventually it comes to us, it was something that we felt, yeah, we know insurance, but we are 20 years old and we are not thinking about death. We are not thinking about terrible things happening to us. And last time during my time, we yeah. actually have to pay for the insurance. And we said, look, I'm getting $300 a month in allowance and there's no money, extra money coming out from my pocket every month for insurance. And that is how it has started. Right, yeah. right. But now it's free. I mean, if we're talking about the core insurance scheme, uh, some insured to a maximum of $150,000. Uh, there's free life and personal accident insurance coverage for all full-time national servicemen and operationally ready national servicemen, right? Yes. And that is the good thing. Now they get enrolled. They don't have to pay for it for the first $150,000. 
That's wonderful. So help us understand a little bit about what we're talking about when we mention NS insurance. Okay, NS insurance. In my world of financial world, we call it group insurance. So I'll use the words to break up for you. Insurance essentially is a tool, a financial tool to help you transfer risk from yourself to an insurance company. Mm. Right? You don't want to pay for the risk, you don't want to absorb the risk, you don't want to retain the risk. So an insurance company takes over. But the group part is the one that's interesting because most of us understand insurance as my own personal insurance. But when group, it essentially means that it's an insurance offered to specific groups of people. So you may think, what do I mean by group, right? If you think of right now, if I say pioneer generation, is that a group that you can think of? Yeah. Medeca generation. And in this case, mm. it is for people who serve the nation through either the MINDEF okay. umbrella or the Ministry of Home Affairs, the MHA umbrella. So we are talking about people in the Army, people in the Air Force, people in, in Navy, the police officers, the prison officers, the associated uh, organisations. They all have access to be enrolled into this insurance. In terms of eligibility, you were mentioning that even I could be a beneficiary. <laughs> You do have to be the spouse of someone who yes, 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 who, who currently is enrolled in here. Yeah. Spouse yeah. and kids. Yeah. So that's a good tip for those um, who are serving NS trying to propose to your girlfriends. Tell them there's this big benefit <laughs> they can get if they were to agree to your marriage proposal. <laughs> How does it differ from other personal protection insurance schemes available out there? If you think of insurance as just simple way, two types something that is part of a public insurance, a, a group scheme, and something that you own personally. If you, The way to think about this, usually I would use is think of transport. For example, there's public transport and you can own your own car. So let's say I, I, I bought an MRT concession card that perhaps can give me uh, every month. I think that's $120. is a monthly travel card. You can take unlimited bus rides. You can take unlimited MRT rides yep. as many times as you want. But you will never say that you own the MRT. You will never say you own the bus. So that you go with a public scheme and that's what the NS insurance is all about. For your private insurance, it's different. You have your own car, so you have more control over it. So this essentially will be the main differences. Okay. Yeah. So help us understand what NS insurance protects against. So I, I think when they were thinking of the type of insurance to bring to this group of people who are really serving the country, mm -hmm. they will have to think very generic type of coverage. So I would call them general risk. Typically, there'll be insurance to cover the loss of life or insurance to cover the loss of health. So the loss of life will be generally just one type death insurance. The loss of health will be things like permanent disability, critical illness coverage, and also disability income coverage. And how much would NS insurance typically costs and are there sort of price differences that we can look at when compared to other personal protection insurance schemes on the market? So we're looking away from just a free structure, right? Yeah, anything you want to purchase above $150,000, you have to pay for it. And I just did some numbers with the same insurer because Aviva offers this group scheme. Aviva also offers the personal scheme. So if let's say you are 30 year old and you would like to purchase perhaps let's say a million dollars of insurance coverage under the group scheme, the premiums is about $40 a month. If you were to so-called buy your own car and go for the private personal plan, the premiums are $60 a month. So there's about 50% discount if you want to look at it that way. Oh, yeah. Okay, interesting. Because I think that's the nub of what we're doing in the show, trying to help people decide 
whether or not they would like to add on to their coverage, yeah. right? And what be- factors? But that's the big advantage about- of you know being plugged into a big scheme because when the insurer can offer this, they can, they say I'm offering to a big group of people. And when they offer to a big group of people, they, there's economies of scale. Right. So the premiums can be lower. Okay, that's really interesting. So does the coverage provided by NS Insurance, that coverage, tell us how it can be used by people who have not served NS? For people who have not served NS, first they've got to find a way to be enrolled into this. And currently under the affiliate membership scheme, there's only two groups, spouses and children. So you probably got to get married to someone who's inside there or become a child of an NS man. Okay. Um, tell us, we're going to have you back in the studio as we talk about how to add on to the value right. of the core scheme that is free. But what are some things that today any young man should be aware of when it comes to purchasing NS insurance? This is a very good scheme to help them get started because it, it can give, give them quite a large sum of insurance coverage which they do need when they are young but at a very affordable, cost-effective way. However, just like anything that is group, there's not so much customization. So I would call it a more of a yo-yo scheme. Yo-yo stands for you are on your own, you know, Y-O-Y-O. So they got to appreciate, number one, they got to apply for it themselves. They got to manage it themselves and they also have to claim if they ever have to by themselves. So one of the things is because you do not actually own the policy, what happens is that you're just given a certificate to say that, you know, as part of this group, you are covered. So when you purchase that insurance, it'll be a good idea to make sure that someone else, perhaps your financial planner knows that you have this insurance, put it into records, find a way to consolidate it so that if eventually you do need to use it, you know that there is, it is there and you know how to make the claim. That's a good place to start. Yeah. And so next time you come on, you're going to help us understand a young man might not think, I might think, how much more do I have to add? How much more coverage do I need? You're going to help us understand that question, right? Yes, the big question is, do I need a million dollars of coverage at age perhaps 25? Yeah, everybody thinks they need a million dollars. Because we like that figure. Yeah. yeah, we're going to talk in more detail about the real reason why a million dollars would be just a good starting point. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for coming by in Money and Me. My guest today, Li Meng Cho, Financial Services Director from the Gen Group. Uh, Li Meng Cho is coming back on the 16th, right? Coming yes, I'm coming back on the 16th. And we will continue this discussion on NS Insurance. So great talking to you. Thank you for being here in Money and Me. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.